welcome to How to Become More Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the MVP How to Become More Podcast. This is Francois, your host today, and I have Dr. Carol Keem that is with us today, MD, and uh, today you're in for a special treat. Someone that created a business out of someone that was not even taught how to do a business and capitalized on some wonderful things. Carol, welcome to our podcast today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. And uh, thank you so much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have some questions that we asked beforehand. And I'll let you know that Carol is very thorough on what she answered. And what she does is absolutely wonderful. And I like to touch base. And let's start right away with saying, Carol, so tell us about yourself, what you do, the professional background, and so we can have an idea of what's going on here. Yeah, I'm a pediatrician by training. And so uh, my passion is working with new babies and new parents. And um, what I've done with that is I've, well, I have this passion to really help everyone everywhere. And I realized that working in like a clinic or a hospital, I was just limited to who I could see in person. So I started going out, I, I wrote a book, uh, it's called The Baby Manual. And I realized that by writing this book and publishing it, that now anyone anywhere can have access to this information that's just really concise and just important for what they need to know right when their baby is first born. There's a lot of questions that come up over and over and you know, I'd get called at night with the same sorts of questions. And so I thought, let me just put this all together into a resource for parents that- Perfect. Maybe just unpack this a bit because you've thrown a lot of things in here and, and, and sometimes because it's your passion, you just go out and that's awesome. <laughs> You said I'm a pedi pedi what, pediatrician mm -hmm. with a focus on baby. Ladies and gentlemen, look at the niche. Look at it's the big thing is health. Then what she does a pediatrician with focus on babies. You see how narrow it is. She's not focused on everybody, focus on babies. And then within that, check this out. I help new parents all over the world how to tell when their baby is doing something normal or they need to see a doctor. Mm -hmm. This is this is wonderful, Carol. You have created a blue ocean for yourself through your passion and having something that is a genuine need. I have six kids. Well, we have six kids, and they're all all from the same place. And so I'm telling you, when we first started, says, "What do we do?" And then we call parents and, and friends, and one says blue, one says green, one says. And then in those days. Uh, we didn't have Google as much as we have right now. So trying to rely on others was totally confusing. And now I can tell that people going online, it must be even more confusing because every Tom, Dick and Harry says that he's got the cure and miracle, but someone like you, which is a professional, has now found a place to comfort people that are looking at what's going on with my kids. I don't know. So I, I appreciate that. And then you unpack something even better. You said, so I created a book. So this is another thing. So to empower all our entrepreneurs is that she found a missing space and she covered it with a book because she was saying, I was repeating the same thing again and again to the people. This, how about I put it in a book? Perfect. So let's all think as entrepreneurs, is there something that you're saying again and again and again to people? How about you write a book? How's that for a novelty idea? That's so, a great idea. Absolutely. And so... <laughs> And so I think it, and we'll cover later, but I think that you're going to do some, and or you did write a second, maybe even a third book coming up, right? Look yes. At, you're saying yes. And so therefore you're, you're realizing the impact that this is having. And to all of us that are there, I think that 
we all thought that oh, I can write a book, but ah, I, I don't know what to write about. Just go, just start, start the process and then lead with your heart and it's going to be wonderful. So I really appreciate the fact that you have done this. And so uh, that book now is sold in how many countries, the baby manual? So far, five countries. And it's on Amazon in, in all the countries that are, that Amazon has. So. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so from having a thought, now it's in five countries that it has sold. And you see, mm -hmm. did you ever think that it would go into five countries? No. I mean, originally I thought, let me just write a book for my patients so that I, you know, they know what is normal so that they don't have to call me in the middle of the night because I can kind of anticipate what they're going to be asking because I've heard it so many times now. And yeah, it, it's just, it's so efficient now rather than just a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Now everyone who's asking these questions can have the answers. Another nugget. You don't know how many nuggets. When I read what you said, says you've got so many nuggets in there. It's really wonderful. And you said, I decided to write a book for my patients. So what you did is you had one person or a family, for example, in mind, and therefore your message was clear to them. This is how my friends, entrepreneurs, we figure out how to write a book or put our marketing together. Talk to one person, solve the problem of one person. And as you do that with feelings, other people will raise their hands and says, me too. And they'll have that same thing. But by doing it this way, it's wonderful how you can get the concise information that has really more impact. I love it. Cool. Thanks. So go ahead. Oh, I just said thanks. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So what made you fired up as an entrepreneur? And what, what made you make the decision to go as an entrepreneur, Carol? Well, it was partly that that sense of, you know, I'm so limited working in, like when I was working in a hospital or a clinic, um, in the clinic, which is the outpatient, you know, where you're seeing the new parents for their baby checkups, you have about 15 or 20 minutes per patient. And that's just wow. not enough time to answer all their questions and really cover everything that they need to know. So um, I first, when I first finished residency and I worked in an urgent care for six months, then I decided to start my own practice doing house calls. And with that, I could see a family for an hour, hour and a half and answer all of their questions and really dive in deep for their baby and what's normal and what's not. And then, um, and then I published that book a little bit later. It was about a year later um, that I published the first edition. And then I had my own baby. And then I published a second edition, realizing there were a couple things missing. So second I... edition's a little longer. But um, what made me really excited was every time I talked to a family and saw like a little light bulb go off where, you know, they'd ask this question and the way I explained it, they were like, wow, that makes so much sense. Thank you so much. And I love seeing that. I love you know, empowering them to be able to know for future too. Like next time this happens, that's going to be okay. So, Perfect. Yeah. I like the fact that you created your first book, then you had your child and then you realized that there was other information that wasn't there. Therefore, yeah. my friends, entrepreneur, you don't need to be perfect and cover all the bases with your first book. Just get it out there and then you'll get better and then you'll be a sequel to it. And as you put mm -hmm. your heart in the first one, people will want to have the second one. This is, this, yeah, this is very powerful. I like the fact also, <coughs> can you touch, sorry, on, on the fact that when, when uh, what's it called, COVID hit, people were stuck now. You're stuck at home. Imagine you have a new baby, yes. you're stuck at home. So people turn to Google for, yeah, Google for, for whatever, <laughs> and they're not getting the right information. So what that did trigger in you? 
Right. So yeah, I remember before COVID, um, part of the advice we would give at those first several visits was you're going to get lots of advice from everyone everywhere and you don't have to take it all. And, you know, every baby's different. And so one or two people's experience might not be your baby's experience either. Um, and then COVID hit and suddenly they families did not have their extended family coming over anymore. They didn't have their neighbors or their church friends or, you know, their group of people coming in with all of their different advice. And so if something happened, like their baby spit up in the middle of the night for the first time, they'd have to Google it to look it up. And, you know, I say it's all fun and games until Dr. Google makes a diagnosis because it's you never know if you can actually trust what you see on the Internet. And so um, I thought, let me be this trusted source because I yeah, I, I know how to explain this to people. I know how to help them. And um, so I started a TikTok channel. And with TikTok, you just have one minute at a time, at least when you're starting, um, and just that one minute quick explanation of what they need to know. And it just exploded within a couple of months. The account went viral and there were people all over the world that were listening. And I was just so thrilled that, you know, there's there's people that are I know that they're in their homes alone, stuck, um, just looking for the right information and, you know, a trusted source. And then they find this and they're like, thank you so much for putting this out there because it's exactly what we needed. And yeah, it, I was just so thrilled to be able to help everyone everywhere, really. <laughs> TikTok. Did you ever think of doing anything on TikTok? I know. I thought TikTok was for like teenagers dancing, you know, <laughs> I thought it was just a, a cute little kids app. And then I and realized like I can actually use this, you know, for, yeah, there's also some, some real stuff on there. And the, uh, one point that you said from, from, You said, I made one minute videos, but they were impactful, full of information. Well, you can't give a full diagnosis from this, but by breaking down all the knowledge that you have in one minute bits, you have created authority for you. And now people want to follow you even more, which leads to them contacting you and you impacting their lives in a better way. Again, all entrepreneurs listening, I, I'm not a social media freak either, but look at this it's just giving you a roadmap that the all the knowledge that you have she broke it down in one minute impactful segments creating an authority out of carol and therefore now people are following and you said uh, it, it took off what, what are the numbers you were saying on tiktok well now i'm up to 267,000. last i checked <laughs> this is <Yeah>. my congratulations <laughs> and it started because you took action were you scared at first when you first did that tiktok what am i going to do Yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, at first, like, what is this really going to do? Is this really going to help anyone? Um, can I really fit enough information into one minute? And it turns out, yeah, I, you know, I could. And as I saw some of the videos, like there's one about how when babies are four to six weeks old, they go through a phase where they're learning how to poop and they seem to be constipated and they're actually not. And I think that was the first video that that really blew up because I could just, you know, reassure parents that like if your baby's about a month old and they seem to be constipated, they're probably not. This is why this is what to do about it. You know, real concise. And yeah, and that just made it take off. You're now the authority and people say, what? And now Carol becomes the queen of answers. And now they're looking for you. Then they find your book and every, that's why you're in five countries now. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely wonderful. One of the things you said also is when people were looking on the internet, they were nervous about their babies and, and turning to Google for answers got them so ah, afraid. And you foresaw that and you capitalize on it. Says so more people mm -hmm. are looking online for answers. 
you realize you can help them through social media. Yeah, and then I realized also, not everyone uses TikTok. So I started putting my videos also on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter and LinkedIn. And then I thought, you know, some people don't like one minute videos. How else can I reach more people and help more people? So then I started a podcast and that was just in the last year. Um, I started it in February of this year. We're now in August, so six months ago, and it's already got over 16,000 downloads in 93 countries. So that's also just helping people everywhere. I just love it. This is so wonderful. So I can see that you're excited about it. Your <laughs> eyes are sparkling and you have found through things that you didn't know at first, uh, being a pediatrician coming out of, of, of med school, like like what, TikTok and, and 93 countries and books and what, what's this? This is totally foreign to you, but you went step by step. That's the thing that is powerful. Yeah. You took action and you made it easier. So what do you love most about what you do and why? I just, I love seeing those light bulbs go off in the new parents' faces. And I love that I can help people and that I'm not limited geographically. You know, with a regular medical practice, you're in one town and you can help people in that one town and that's it. And with social media, with the podcast, um, with YouTube, you know, there's people all over the world now that can access this information. So they don't have to live close to me and they don't have to be in my bubble, you know, to get this information. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's great. And even all our listeners right now, maybe some of you don't have children. Well, you know what? You got a brother, a sister, a cousin or a neighbor that has a baby. And if they're concerned, guess what? Yeah. Dr. Carol came to actually say, hey, there's a book that can help you on this. And so at the end, everybody, you look at the, sorry, the contact information for uh, Carol uh, to help not only you, but others around you, because that's. I, since I have six kids, I'm very biased. And I say, if we can comfort the kids when they're new and coming into the field of this world, that's like, wow, almost scary. And you can comfort the parents in that journey that, by the way, there's no books to be a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Every kid is different, I can tell you that. I said, but we try our best and having some tools to help us is absolutely wonderful. I appreciate that. So you said that you've been good at a lot of things in your life. But uh, there's one thing that I feel I'm finally great at. And what is it? Being able to what? Yeah, being able to, you know, translate medical speak into normal English that people can understand. So translating medical concepts. Um, I mean, I have all these years of experience. And I realized when I had my baby that I was really lucky to have, you know, all these years of medical school and pediatric residency and working as a pediatrician and a newborn hospitalist, you know, getting experience with all these other newborns. And then I realized most people don't have that. And there were still some things that I was freaked out about the first time my baby spit up and, you know, and that when the belly button was falling off and it was like still hanging on by a thread. And I remember people saying these things to me, but then going through it myself, I thought, wow, I'm just so glad that I have all of my years of experience. And how can, how can we get everybody to that level of comfort with their baby and, you know, get them to really know what's okay, what's not okay and what to expect. And, so yeah, I just um, I love sort it. of took that leap and thought, yeah, I can, yeah, <laughs> I can help people, you know, without having to make them go through, you know, four years of med school and four years of residency and <laughs> ten cool. years of practice. Yeah, That's all that package, all that expertise, and for everybody listening, what she had just said is she was able to explain challenging concepts in a way that everyone understands. And, and if you're not sure of this, uh, I'm a national trainer for Tony Robbins. And so Tony always used to say, 
if you explain things to people that they don't understand, you're not happening. If, and from that point on, listen to Tony, whenever he talks, he makes the complex simple. That's why people like it. That's why people like Carol. And that's why people will like you, my dear entrepreneurs fellowship community that we have here. If you take the complex and you make it simple. Someone once said, if you explain things at a fourth grade level, people will understand it. Forget about your jargon. Talk about your heart and how you can simplify and help people. People love it. Make it simple to understand. That is great. Cool. So Carol, we all know <laughs> that whenever we start on the entrepreneur journey, we're all like gung ho. Woo! Let's make this happen. I'm excited. And uh, then uh, it starts to hit the, uh, you ask entrepreneurs, how's it going? And everybody says, it's going great. And uh, sometimes it's not going great. We have some challenges and it's a reality. And that's why we have this show to, to make people understand that you're not alone. If you're struggling, we all get some struggle. So what is the biggest challenge that you faced professionally and how did you overcome it? That'd be an yeah. interesting point. Yeah. I think the hardest thing for me was that um, nobody was doing what I was doing yet. So I didn't have any specific mentors, but I was able to find a couple of resources and, and a few of the right people, you know, to sort of guide me in the right direction. And so I think one of the hardest things is there's so much information available out there now that we have the internet. Like I grew up at a time when we had to look at paper encyclopedias to find information. So now that we've got the internet, there's everything out there, everything's available, but you don't know if you're finding the right stuff or the good stuff or the efficient stuff. I feel like there's a lot of words to have to sift through. And sometimes people say a whole lot without actually saying anything at all. So <laughs> it's about finding the right guides and um, the right mentors to really help you through this and the right people to sort of model it after. So yeah, I think that was the hardest challenge for me was um, I didn't have anyone to really like copycat, but but I did find some good guides along the way. <laughs> you were trailblazing house calls, like, yeah. like house calls, like, like for example, in my, I remember my grandparents uh, that they were living on the farm and then the doctor used to make house calls. But then when, when the, uh, uh, sometimes it take them so long that people might've passed away by the time they get there, then hospitals came. So it was centralized. Mm -hmm. So people had to go to the hospital. Well, now we're coming to a point that the hospital is here and throughout the city it's so far and if someone can come to your home mm -hmm. especially for a baby like uh, yeah. i race motocross I'm, i'm a maniac and i love it but when i have my first kid michelle man i was driving so slow that my wife says what are you doing <sighs> we have a million dollar baby in the back like and i was all nervous because of it and these these are things that hey, if someone could have come to our house woohoo Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Or if we can have, for example, through a book or videos that you do, comforting, authoritative information that would help us soothe our nervousness, how much more appeasing that is. So for everybody, think of what it is that you can help others with this thing. Find out the things that you can focus. And you, you said something, and I'm, I'm going to read it here. He says, then writing a book that for some reason nobody had written. I mean, there are plenty of baby books out there. So everybody, you're thinking about your niche right now. Oh, many people do what I do, yeah? But none that focus on, and key here, newborn period in a clear and simple way with practical information. What she did again is there's a lot of baby books, but then she got out of that red ocean and created her own blue ocean in there where people have a specific need. And let's face it, 
you know, when it's, when it's babies, we don't want answers next week. We want answers now. So having access to someone like this is awesome. So all the entrepreneurs, what problems do your market have? Or that one person avatar that you talk to, what is it that they have that you can solve? And get that information out there. Your phone is going to ring, your email is going to come, and you'll have books in five countries and 93 countries for your TikTok. And what is it that 200,000s of people following you? That's, that's absolutely mind boggling. And it came from you having a specific need that you put. And he said, I'm going to focus on that. So that thing of narrowing down, because that used to bug me. Mark, narrow down. Who's the one person? I want to help everybody. No, no, no. Yeah. Narrow it down. And we think that by doing this, it's not going to happen. This is a light or mic drop moment for everybody. The more specific you get on a problem, but this is a key word. Don't focus on the technical. Focus on the feelings. And if you focus on the feelings of what you're solving, all of a sudden, more people are going to raise their hands because they say, I feel this way because people ask me, says, what are you? I says, I, I'm human and I got red blood. So if that tells you about my affinity, I don't care if you're black, white, this doesn't matter. What are we? We're human and we have red blood, all of us. And so we all have feelings and those feelings, when they're triggered, it touches us, all of us, all of us. And so that's what you're doing in a perfect niche. So I invite everybody to maybe take a pen and paper and start <laughs> to think about the problems that you can solve for the people and put your heart in there. And you're going to see, you're going to be trailblazing and doing exactly like Carol is doing. Perfect. So yeah, Carol I think the one thing that triggered me to write the book was there was a dad that called me in the middle of the night panicking because the baby's belly button fell off, the umbilical stump fell off, and there was blood there. And I thought, I've had this call a bunch of times, but this one parent was so freaked out about it. And I thought, if we just had written this down and given him the information before it happened, he would not have had to do this. He wouldn't be so terrified. And, you know, I can help them before they get so scared. So that was that emotion that I was focusing on, was alleviating that fear before it even happens, if possible. <laughs> Even you talking about, I had six kids, I had six belly buttons falling, and every time they fall, I'm squirming. Like, is it normal? What's going on? Is it too early? Ah! And just having that comfort is good. So the reason why I'm emphasizing those feelings is that I want all entrepreneurs find out the pain points of the people and then address them in a comforting way, stating your authority. That's how your business gets to the next level. Awesome. Next one. What's the biggest lesson you learned from that challenge? from trailblazing and yeah yes, um, and then writing that book that you weren't sure there endless information available for free so yeah just realizing how to how to get information in a concise way and then also in turn how to share it in a concise way like how to say things in a way that people understand um because not everyone seems to know how to do that and so just like, distilling things down to the most important but without like you said without making it too technical because um, if you think about like a textbook, you know, it has a lot of information and it's really dense, but it feels hard to get through and it doesn't have to be hard. Like you can, you know, you can use common speech, like you said, for a fourth grader, get things down to fourth grade level, even though they're advanced concepts, you can use metaphors and, um, you know, explain it in a way that can really help people. And so, yeah, being able to distill it down to be really concise, to be efficient, I think is, is sort of how I overcame it. <laughs> No, and that's good. And also, I'm sure that, you know, you have to find out how to publish a book, market it, how to start and maintain TikTok channel and yeah. even a podcast. Yeah, mm -hmm. you have to publish these things. 
yeah, it all takes a lot of consistency too. And just, you know, and just doing it, you just, um, yeah, <laughs> you can't just collect all the information and let it sit in your brain. Like you have to also then do it, do something with it and put it out there. That's cool. So would you say that, uh, let's say a coach or a mentor can accelerate the sifting process and eliminate the fluff and absolutely results and therefore save time and providing they're an expert, absolutely, uh, uh, of course, on the subject matter? Right, right. You know, if you think about like going to the gym and doing workouts and you can you can use all of the machines, but you might hurt yourself or you might focus on the wrong thing. Um you know, or you might end up not getting the result that you want. Whereas a coach or a mentor or a guide is like a trainer and they can help you to do specifically what you need so that you can get to that next level where you want to be. Um, Cause yeah, otherwise you, you'll just be flailing around and, you know, trying a whole bunch of different things and you get spread really thin that way too. So maybe, maybe yeah. even, maybe even get hurt. As you said, as you go to the gym and then you, know, you rip something or whatever, if someone tells yeah. you to do a proper move, that's awesome. Cool. Excellent. So do you have a special MVP, like mission, vision, passion formula that you like to share with the audience? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my mission is that is to reassure parents about the things that are normal and to let them know when they actually do need to call the doctor. So to give them that sort of dividing line of this is okay and I know it's scary but it's going to be okay versus this you might not even know that this is scary but this is something that's a red flag that you need to go in and be seen for. Nice. My vision is to live in a world where everyone has this information. You know, why can't everyone have doctorate level information on how to raise a baby? They, they should. It should. We should be giving this away for free. And I feel like as doctors, we kind of keep everything behind a wall, you know, and it's we'll only tell you at the visit when you come and talk to us. But this is information that should be general knowledge. So, yeah, I, I don't know why no one ever wrote a baby manual before. It just it seems like it should be out there. It's so, interesting. You, yeah. you just touched on something. You are freely sharing information that is needed out there without thinking of monetizing it first. You're, you're sharing it so that people see you as an authority and then they will come to you. This is a misconception on so many entrepreneurs that, well, I'm not going to tell my best stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you tell your best stuff to people only creates authority for you because they won't do it. People won't do it. They'll call you to make it happen. Yeah. But at least because you're putting that information out there and you articulate it better than they can, they automatically believe that you have the solution. Then they'll come to you. So give mm -hmm. yourself out. Give it out. And people say, this is great. And then they'll get in touch with you to actually have implementation, practical ways of doing it. That's awesome. Cool. What about your passion? Yeah, just to to have everybody have that level of comfort that I had when I was a new mom. Because... I had so many people just say, oh, wow, you make this look so easy. And I'm like, well, I've had, you know, decades of experience with babies. I, I know what's okay. I know what's not okay. I know exactly when I need to be worried. And I, yeah, my passion is to help other moms, other new parents feel that and feel that level of comfort. That's awesome. So, so what's next on your to-do list? So I'm writing a third edition now of the baby manual. Third edition, look at you. Good the second you. edition is now five years old. So I feel like it's about time. And okay. I realized by doing the podcast, um, I realized two things. One is that some of the chapters could be sort of combined or changed a little bit. And then the other thing I realized is that some parents don't want to read a whole book. 
and you know, when they want to know everything that's normal for their baby, they just want to know what they need to know today. So I'm writing another book that's going to be called The Baby Manual Step-by-Step. And I I joke that it's the TLDR, the Too Long Didn't Read edition, where I just have bullet points and then explanations under those for exactly the age that their baby is. So you only have to read one chapter at a time. So it's a chapter at a time guide for new parents because you don't have time to read 100 pages. You have time to read five or 10 pages, maybe. And so, yeah. Excellent. So what you're saying, once again, is although you have a lot of information and you feel that it's all important, we have to think of who we're serving, what's mm-hmm. happening in their lives. And if they're too busy to consume the whole thing, you made it bite size. And, and I like that you, you separate it into different like, oh, I need to know about, let's say, cramps. So here it is. Or uh, their eyes are watery or their ears seems to ache. So I don't need to le- read about the stomach or the foot or um, a rash somewhere if mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking at. So So you've condensed it. So once again, less is more. Yeah. And just different people learn differently, you know, and so some want to know by system, they want to know like the food chapter and the pee and poop and the skin stuff. And then some parents just want to know like, well, I don't care what my baby's poop is going to turn into in six months. I want to know right now. Or I don't care about how to start solids or teething when my baby's a week old. So they just want the information that's relevant right now. So yeah, that's sort of the two different approaches is one by one is by system or subject and then the other one is by age and i think there's a third book coming up yeah yeah so the third book is another passion project it's called the holistic mama's handbook and i'm working with a lot of holistic practitioners that also love working with babies so acupuncturists chiropractors um, essential oils all of these alternative things um, to help parents of young children because Children less than three typically can't take any medicines that you can buy over the counter. And even there's not even a lot of prescriptions we give to the young ones when they get sick. Um, And so just going through the common ailments that they have and then the different alternative ways to treat them so that parents have a way to help their baby. Because I feel like a lot of the time, especially when kids have viruses and they come into the pediatrician, we say there's nothing we can do. And I think that's a lie. There is never nothing you can do. There's always something. You always have options. And it's just a matter of knowing what those options are and what actually works and what doesn't work. And again, if you go Googling, you're going to find lots of information of, you know, this one thing helped my one kid. But it's not, you know, like generalizable, I guess, to all populations. So, yeah, this is just to have it by by ailment and then just the different alternative ways to treat it. Home remedies. Yes. Yeah. And it's sort of ratified by like practitioners as well. So that makes mm-hmm. it more authoritative. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. So what legacy would you like to leave for future generations? So I want to be that pediatrician that got, you know, the baby information to people all over the world. I want to be known, you know, as that one, the one with the rainbow hair, maybe even. <laughs> hey, why not? Of and, um, but yeah, like on a more professional level, I want to show people out there that are that they feel like they're stuck in their job or they only know how to do that one thing, that there are many ways to apply your knowledge and what you know how to do and even ways to monetize it. And so you don't ever have to be stuck to doing one thing and you don't have to trade time for money and you don't have to trade you know time for impact either. You can impact so many people in so many ways and also get passive income in those same sort of channels by using things like social media and a book and an online course and other you know types of things that they can all 
they can all help people, and the more people you help, the more you seem to earn from it. So, Absolutely, yeah. Zig Ziglar said, "Hey, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get whatever you want." So it's a matter of helping others. Let's get yeah. it out there. That's awesome. This is cool. One of the uh, trademark that we have here, and it's just for fun, is if you had a superpower, what would it be and why? This is this something that's interesting and just out of the blue and then something. So what would it be for you? Yeah, I w I've always wanted to fly or be able to teleport um, because I I want to visit the whole world and. I'd love to be able to do it instantaneously. And so um, it's kind of funny because I've almost done that digitally now. You know, I've, I've been all over the world pretty much with my, my content has at least. I just, I would love personally to visit all over. I've been to 41 countries so far, so I just keep wow. counting. But um, yeah, I love seeing other cultures and learning how other people live and seeing how it's different and what's the same. So. Yeah, Excellent. we'd love to be able to fly to do that. <laughs> all human, we all have red blood. I don't care where you're from. It's a, the same remedy can help a lot of people in, in many different ways wherever they live. And that's awesome. It's interesting. This is a little uh, uh, sidebar. I like one of the things I, I do is the cure, C-U-R-R-E. And it's, it's, it's to help you first clarify what it is that you want really, then uncover your hidden challenges that are stopping you. And then the RR needs to be simultaneous. You have to remove what's not working and replace what's what working simultaneously. Because if you don't, then there's just other fluff stuff that gets in there. And the last E is for embed, so you can have results that stick. And as we're thinking about what you just said, is the more precise you are about and clear about what it is that you want, it starts to happen, but not necessarily the way you thought. I explained what you're flying and being all over the world. He says, oh, I'd like to fly, be everywhere. And then you said, hey, well, you know what? I'm doing it some other way. Through the internet, I'm able to be everywhere. So sometimes the realization of our deepest desires are not the way we expected them at first. Nevertheless, they occur. So the caveat on this is be as precise as you want on what it is that you're looking for. And therefore, it's going to materialize in a proper way. I'll give you an example right now. My daughter, I have six kids, I said, and my oldest daughter is pregnant of her second child. And unfortunately, she has nausea. She's nauseous nine months. Nine months. Yeah. So my wife flew because we can do it. So she's going to be there for three weeks. But then her husband decided that he's buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife is there now to help and, and you know, ratify every day. So today they're moving into the next house and, and my daughter's all freaking out which is fine. But all I'm saying is that my wife has written down in her goals, I want to see my kids and my grandkids. But she just put it that way. And all of a sudden, this situation comes and now she flew over there to be with them. It still happened, but not the way that we thought. And as we were discussing this, she says, hmm, maybe I should have been more precise on the way that I wanted to see my kids. All I'm saying this is to enlighten everybody. Although we know how to set goals, we can always make them better, tweak them more clear as to what it is that we want. And then as we take action, thank you, Carol, for pointing the way to everybody. You took action. As you take action, the next step will reveal itself as you are in motion. Not standing still says, what do I do? Move. As you start moving, then the next step starts to reveal. And that's why you're now with your third book and it have home remedies in there. And it just keeps growing and growing. This is absolutely exciting. I absolutely love it. 
Cool. Yeah, and what you mentioned with the cure formula reminds me how, you know, when you prune a plant, you're you're not only cutting off the dead pieces, you're cutting off the pieces that are just less good than the great ones. And therefore, that plant can really focus all its energy and grow fruit on the, only the branches that we leave behind. Whereas if you let it just grow wild, the fruit won't grow as well or it won't grow as big. So nice. it's just like that with business, you got to cut off the things that are pretty good so that you can really focus on the stuff that's great and really make that go a lot farther. Pruning, exactly. We got to prune. And sometimes we feel that, let's say it's us, the branches of our knowledge. Oh, but they're mine. They're mine. Yes, but they're suckers. They're, mm -hmm. they're taken away. So we need to cut them. He says, oh, I don't want to cut them. As you cut them, you create room for more to come. And that's an important concept that when we need to grow, we need to change. And to change, we need to abandon some of the lesser things so we can make room for the bigger things. That's awesome. Cool. So what's I love the quote that's okay. give up who you are for who you want to become. Say that again. You need to be ready to give up who you are for who you want to become. Wow. I love it. This is great. Absolutely. So what's the best way for people to reach you? So I think my link tree is the easiest because it has links to all of my social media pages and also okay. um, the book. And there's a link on there to schedule telemedicine visits with me if you happen to live in Colorado or I'm also licensed in Massachusetts. So those two places. Um, but yeah, it's uh, all of my information is on there. Excellent. That is and it's awesome. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash D-R-K-E-I-M. So Dr. Kime. And that information is going to be under the videos and the podcast uh, and the social media places. So people will be able to get a hold of you. That is absolutely wonderful. I love it. All right. So, hey, thank you so much. And I always have a little blurb before the end. It says, there's something I'd like to give to everybody this week. And I've created this. It's the fastest way to get you back on track when your results are going sideways and you feel discouraged. <laughs> Tell me that entrepreneurs don't feel that. Yes, or sometimes it's not going the way we want. And it's a simple thing. I like to offer this free. You can just, uh, it's in the chat. It'll be there for those that are interested in finding out more about it. That's fine. And then uh, again, once again, thank you so much for all it that you care. Thanks and for having me. You're making a, a big difference. And for those of you that are only uh, listening to the podcast and not seeing, I can tell her that Carol's eyes are sparkling with passion about what it is that she's doing. And that's why she is so successful in reaching out in so many ways because her passion she's letting it out and touching the lives of people and now she has touched your lives and it's your turn through those things if it's not for you find and give podcasts or that link tree that she has give it to your friends and neighbors that have kids and let them be comforted in the growth of their young children because it's so needed carol thank you so much i appreciate you thanks for coming here and to all the entrepreneurs be fired up, be passionate about what you do. That passion is going to make you alive. People are going to feel it and they want to get to know you more. I wish you all the best. God bless everybody. And until next time, make it a great day. Bye now. Thank you, Carol. Bye.